Marsha. Welcome to the Inspired Word of God. Don't be unequally yoked. That is the subject matter for today. 2 Corinthians 6.14-16 through 16 tells us, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship has righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion has light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part has he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them, and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Belial means evil personified, in other words, the devil. Infidel is a person who does not accept a particular faith, especially Christianity. In these scriptures, God is asking, what are we doing with them? We, as in our body, is the temple of God. When he dwells with us, he dwells in us. So how are we going to have God in us as we dwell among idols, false gods? 2 Corinthians 6.14 tells us not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For those who are in a relationship with someone who is a non-believer and they are a Christian, it makes for a challenge and a very difficult situation in their union. How do we effectively live as a righteous person when the other people we choose to be with do not live a righteous life? It's a constant conflict. And so one argument might be, well, that's their choice how they want to live. I can't tell them how to live. Correct. And you shouldn't tell them how to live. It is their choice. But the scriptures are telling us through the inspiration of God, stay away. He didn't tell you to hang out with them, be a part of them. You have to separate yourself. And people struggle with that because there are people in their family and there are friends that they have who are not living a righteous life. And it's a conflict of interest. He didn't tell you not to love. You can even pray for them. But be careful when you hang out and their views become your views. Their behavior tempts you and pulls you away from God. Righteousness is living in an upright and moral way. Unrighteousness is the opposite. So how do you fellowship with unrighteousness? Exodus 34:16 says, "And thou take 
of their daughters unto thy sons, and their daughters go a-whoring after their gods, and make thy sons go a-whoring after their gods. When God was warning these people not to intermarry with pagans, he knew what would happen if, it, if they did. He knew that those women who married those pagan men, they were going to go seeking after those idols and those false gods. He knew that the men would do the same. They abandoned their way of living for God and for what they knew of the true God in exchange for idols, false gods. We saw that same thing happen in Solomon's life when he became king and God told him to stay away from a particular culture. He told him not to intermarry with any of those people. And Solomon married almost all of them. He had many, many wives. And as a result, he sought after their, their false gods, their idols. He built altars for his wives. And this is a man who God gave wisdom to, the wisest man in the world. And God told him to stay away from them and not marry them. And he did it anyway and built altars for each one of them. They each had a different God and a different idol that they believed in and, and worshipped. And Solomon built them altars. James 4.4 4, Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever, therefore, will be a friend of the world is an enemy of God. Enmity A feeling or condition of hostility, hatred, ill will, animosity, antagonism. I know that this scripture is talking about the influence of the world, but it also makes me think about those people that you talk with and they become very angry with you whenever you mention God. Have you ever been around someone like that? It could be a friend or it might just be a stranger, but when you mention that word God, you see them transform right before your eyes. They take on this defensive behavior. They become antagonistic. You can see them transform right before you. Demonic. They, the word God, Jesus Christ, if they are not a Christian, they become hostile and angry with you for mentioning Jesus' name. But it's very interesting because they can talk about all the different idols and witchcraft 
and magic and all that nonsense that they believe in. And it's okay until you mention Jesus Christ. And then it becomes a problem. Being friends with the world makes you an enemy of God because accepting their way of living, their influence, is a direct conflict of your Christian walk. It's in, op it's in opposition to God. You can't straddle the fence. You can't profess to live as a Christian while you're running around with those who are living in opposition to Christianity. Well, I mean, you can, but it, it's going to influence your walk, your way of thinking. If that is something that you are currently doing, there has to be some confusion there. You can't have it both ways. And I know many people do try. But there will be a conflict in trying to live two different lifestyles. One that is supposed to appease you because you stand for righteousness and living with God and, and doing his, his will and doing his, his work, his way, living and striving to live his way. And then you transform to something else to act like the friends that you hang out with and they're not living a righteous life. And everything that they do is in opposition to God and what you know God has already told you not to do or what you have read in his word not to do. When you think about friendship, it's bonding, associating, supporting, sometimes even imitating those that you are close to because it's a friendship, a relationship. In this message that I'm giving you, I'm not telling you to think that you're better than anybody else. I'm not telling you to hate anybody because that's not what God is telling you to do. But in his word, he is telling you to avoid certain people, certain places, and certain things. And he is telling you that because he knows being around it, you will become a part of it. You do not have to embrace somebody's sin. But when the Lord tells you not to do something, don't do it. Recognize what you already know. What God said to steer clear of, he does it for a reason. Just like he told those men back in Exodus and those women not to intermarry into those different groups of people because they did not believe in him. They believed in idols, false gods. And he knew when they married into those groups what they would do. And it's the same principle when he tells you to steer clear. 
He knows what you're going to do. So he tells you from the start to steer clear. So stand on God's truth. Don't let go of it. Stand strong. And don't be swayed. Psalms 106.35 reads, But were mingled among the heathen and learned their works. Again, when you mingle in and you learn that way, you become it. A heathen is a group of people that do not acknowledge the God of the Bible. They're paganistic. Pagans relates to heathen people or their religious, moral, and other customs, practices, and beliefs. They believe there is more than one God. They believe in many gods. But in 1 John 1, 5 through 9, God tells us how to walk in his light. It says, This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We have to focus on the biblical aspect instead of the social aspect. The social aspect is not focused on right living, but rather living how you want. The Lord, through his word, tells us not to be partakers with these people. If you are a Christian and you are witnessing to someone, that's one thing. But in your Christian walk, why would you dwell with someone who doesn't believe in God, who mocks God, challenges you because of your faith, and tries in every way to coax you to do those things that God tells you not to do and pull you away from your faith. When I read these different scriptures as the ones I have read today, I remember a couple that I met years ago. And the woman... She was really young, and she was a devout Christian, but she was married to an atheist. And I don't remember how long they were married at the time that I met them, but I know that within a year of knowing them, they did divorce. And her being a devout Christian, I'm amazed that they even got married in the first place. But I know that it was, it was opposition and it was a battleground 
spiritually because she she mentioned that to me it was always a battleground spiritually because she was a believer and he was not he was the kind of person who he was very proud in being an atheist he would constantly mock God he couldn't wait to get into an argument with you and debate with you why there was not a God according to him. But God tells us to stay away from such people. This woman was in an unequally yoked marriage and unfortunately a lot of people are in unequally yoked relationships. For everything of God that she lived her husband lived in darkness, his character, his speech, his way of life. And being around them, you could see that spiritual battle in action. If you know beforehand not to get yourself into such situations because you have read the word of God, then why allow yourself to go down that road? and fall into that trap. Why put yourself into a relationship with someone who believes totally opposite of how you believe? Because it's not going to be a healthy union. You cannot change a person. They have to want to change. That's why reading God's word is important we all should read God's word for ourselves and learn what he tells us to do and not do because he covers every aspect of what we will face in life through his word and he gives us warnings and wisdom to look out for these things so that we can avoid getting involved with certain people in the first place. Each of the scriptures that I've mentioned today, the Lord tells us to avoid people and situations that are going to stand in our personal journey, our walk of living a, a righteous life. The biblical aspect is following the Word of God. If we do what it says, we can steer clear of an unequally yoked situation, whether that be a relationship that leads to marriage or just a friendship and hanging out with a group of people. But unequally yoked is unequally yoked. And his word tells us not to be unequally yoked. So the choice is yours. Which one will you make? Closing prayer. Lord, give wisdom and understanding regarding your word. Let us apply it daily to our lives. You instruct us in every situation. Obedience to your word will guide us in righteousness. I pray there will be many willing hearts 
that listen. In Jesus' name, amen.